What can be learned from a story woven out of fragmented moments of joy, pain, and blissful awareness? I wrote my first book, Flesh Mapping, in 2013. It was an invitation into co-creating a pedagogy, a way of learning through our shared narratives of plays and politics, a way of mapping the injuries of the material, emotional, spiritual impact of all our many journeys of growth. Some may call it struggle, forced poverty, displacement, hunger, and war. As a child raised in war, I've learned many lessons. And in the art of living, I'm inviting some of my heroes some of the people who walk with me, who have taught me to walk in beautiful ways, to see co-creation, to see community as our immunity to pain, to suffering, to wanting. Welcome. I'm your host, Sylvia Richardson, and this is The Art of Living. My next guest is Dana Lyons, and he's a singer, songwriter, best known for his dynamic performances and wonderful songs. I, I also love the way he connects to what really matters in life. Um, his songs are both entertaining but also deeply meaningful, and we're very privileged to have him on our show today. Welcome to our show, Dana. Good morning, Sylvia. As I was looking at, at your latest CD, Dana Lyons, Three-Legged Coyote, by the way, it's a fantastic CD, I wanted to begin with the song Patagonia Dam Song, and I, and I wonder if you could set that song for us. Yes, well, I, I was invited by International Rivers, a nonprofit group that works uh, to stop unneeded uh, giant hydroelectric dams that adversely affect local culture and, and the environment. I was invited to go to uh, Patagonia, Chile, a couple of years ago, and my friend Aaron Sanger invited me so I could learn about the situation there and tour about it and speak about it in the United States. And and basically, what's happening in Chile is Pinochet, who was the uh, the dictator for 17 years there, right before he was forced out of office, gave away the water rights to many of Chile's rivers, and he gave them to uh, European conglomerates, his pals and the big corporations. Now they are attempting to build uh, five giant hydroelectric dams uh, way south in Patagonia, where the people make a living uh, largely from herding sheep with their horses. Uh, People may have heard the term gaucho, a man on a horse and a couple of dogs and herding sheep or cattle. And it's a very rural area, beautiful area. And they want to build these giant dams to send electricity 1,500 miles away. So there'll be a 1,500-mile-long clear-cut through some virgin old-growth forests, all to ship electricity to malls in Santiago. It's a total giveaway. There's, there's no need for this either. There's, uh, you know, while Chile needs energy like everyone else, uh, Chile, from my understanding, has perhaps the the most uh, alternative energy renewable energy sources available they have the driest desert in the world for solar they've got tidal they've got small hydro they've got incredible wind potential there's if they took the same 14 billion they want to put into these dams and put them into uh, renewable energy they would have uh, many more jobs much more energy and more localized control and so 
this song that you're about to play, I, I wrote about you know one person uh, struggling to to save his beautiful countryside from these dams, and I kind of pieced together the, the story as a story of several people I met uh, down in Patagonia. I was only 13 when they killed the Presidente. My family left the country when my uncle disappeared. They rounded up the Union, professors and the leaders. They ran out anybody who would try and help the poor. My name is Ricardo, and I am Patagonia. I was born and raised here like my grandfathers before. The horsemen drinking mate on that endless rushing river. They belong to Patagonia and the people who live here. Seventeen long years later, we rid ourselves of the dictator. In his final months in power, he robbed our country blind. He gave away the rights to our glacial mountain rivers, to his pals and corporations, the new kings of the land. My name is Ricardo. I am Patagonia I was born and raised here like my grandfathers before The gaucho drinking mate on that endless rushing river They belong to Patagonia and the people who live here No one can own a waterfall, no one can own the sky And I've seen the desperate sickness in the rich men who would try No one can own the seeds of life, which we all survive Forever Patagonia, may your rivers run free and wide Price of power is going through the ceiling. They see a chance for money taken from our land. The European company with the front man here in Chile. They smile and offer promises as they try and build the dams. My name is Ricardo. Patagonia I was born and raised here like my grandfathers before the horsemen drinking mate on that endless rushing river they belong to Patagonia and the people who live here no one Desperate 
Desperate sickness in the richer man you would try No one can own the seeds of life Which we all survive Forever Patagonia May your rivers run free and wild No one can own a waterfall No one can own the sky And I've seen the desperate sickness In the richer man who would try No one can own the seeds of life which we all survive Forever Patagonia Make your rivers Run free and wide That was the incredible Dana Lyons And that melody was titled Patagonia damn song I love that melody you know and at the same time I almost have tears because it, it brings so many images of what we're going through here in British Columbia with government trying to privatize um, you know our rivers 800 licenses have been tendered I mean they haven't been approved yet but the, who are they being given to um, companies like General Electric Plutonic Power you know j- just uh, general good citizens that you would want to have in your neighborhood. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how this story doesn't just happen in the global south. You have another song I'd like to play and uh, it's called Sweet New Orleans and I think that narrative really makes salient that this is not no longer just a problem for the for people in the global south but it's also our problem. Can you talk a little bit about this? Privatization of water is an experiment that the powers that be are trying at first in the global south. And uh, when they tried that in Bolivia, I believe it was five presidents fell, and that the people took to the streets and said, no, you don't own our water. The water belongs to the people. And and that's one of the most important lines to me in the Patagonia Dam song is, uh, no one can own a waterfall, no one can own the sky. And what we're going through uh, currently is uh, the, the corporations are attempting to privatize everything. Um, They're attempting to privatize the schools. They're attempting to privatize water. Um, They're attempting to privatize the commons. As industrial civilization nears its climax before its rapid descent, they're, they're trying to gobble up every little piece of wealth they can get their hands on. Basically, for those of us who live near this water, is we have to just tell them, no, no, you, you don't own the rights to the water. And it will happen, the same thing that happened in Bolivia will happen in British Columbia and in Canada. If the elected officials allow for the rights of the rivers to be given away, the rights to the water, at some point, maybe not right away, but at some point, uh, they or their party will fall. How, how, that, how this all relates to New Orleans, New Orleans was amazing. When the Bush administration basically did nothing to help the people of New Orleans, even in the the wake of the Katrina hurricane, even in the wake of the tragedy, did nothing. It was private individuals showing up to help. At, at first, I thought it was perhaps a mix of racism and and ineptness. But as it unfolded, I I realized no, no, this is this is what they want to happen. That they 
the Bush administration purposefully did not help out because they wanted the working class and middle class poor who own their homes and, and most homes down in the lower ninth ward are, are owned outright because the, you know their grandparents bought the homes and they were paid for 40 years ago it was an effort a very sad and cynical and greedy effort by the federal government to make those properties worthless so the people couldn't come back and then they're thereby allowing large developers to come in and buy huge hunks of new orleans for nothing and it worked in some neighborhoods but in many neighborhoods uh the, the beautiful thing about what happened in the wake of the katrina hurricane in new orleans is tens of thousands of people came and volunteered for months people from all over the world came and camped out in this you know toxic uh super fun site which the whole city was after the flood and and went in each day and ripped out the the rotting molding drywall and the destroyed wiring and stripped the houses down just down to the studs so they could be rebuilt and in those neighborhoods where the people showed up to help those neighborhoods are still in the hands of the owners and uh, and that was a incredibly beautiful thing to witness that's the way we really are that is what humanity is people do care about each other the the vast majority 98% of us are good we will help our neighbor we will help our community even if they're very different from us the news media has this constant drumbeat of how nasty we all are and that's simply not true and and when everyone got their gas masks on and and their gloves and their suits for protection because it was so toxic everyone looks the same and and it was a, it was a beautiful thing to witness there and and this next song i wrote kind of about the vision and some of the stories i saw in new orleans no one saw it coming no one could foresee no one saw the pattern no one paid the fee no one pushed the button no one made the call no one fixed the levees And no one saw them fall My father played the guitar My grandfather played the sax I wish I'd grab their instruments But I had to find the axe we were stuck inside the attic With the water's steady rise I smashed a hole out through the shingles But my neighbors lost their lives And underneath the wall of water That lattice came to be the accordions were silenced Pianos buried in debris When a city's like a lover Leaves my broken 
convention center my grandmother and me the smell was overpowering she rested on the seats we knew they'd come to help us the water and the food the medicine she needed We knew that they'd come soon And underneath the wall of water That lattice came to be The accordions were silenced Pianos buried in saw it coming No one could foresee The great storm generations The mega weather centuries On the lake shores of Algonquin The elders tell their kin the prophecy of hurricanes Seven times the strongest winds And underneath the wall of water That lattice came to be The accordions were silenced Pianos buried in
was the incredible Dana Lyons. And that melody was titled Sweet New Orleans. I love your words. Uh, no one could foresee. I mean, we couldn't foresee the incredible harm that is being caused by climate change, you know, the incredible threat that we face as a humanity. So how do we transform? How do we challenge those institutions that are put in place to separate us from one another? I think we can all feel confident that the corporations really by their structure all they can do is destroy. By law, corporations have to make profit. Profit is their highest objective. So we're on our own, and, and it's the way it's always been. And uh, you know, the corporations are the current power block, and they're manipulating our our governments. So the simplicity of it is is helpful. The simplicity is that we have to rebuild our culture in a healthy way ourselves. There are schools all over the place uh, planting beautiful organic gardens to grow for the food for the cafeteria and the uh, in the community. What's emerging now is really we need every school needs to not only have a farm or a garden, every school needs to have a farm. We, we need to control our food locally. We need to hold on and strengthen our democracies as best we can. And I, I view that, while it's a huge job, I, I see it as a very self-empowering thing. You write about our, our need to rely on one another and to create these connections. Talk a little bit about your song, because I think this really ties it nicely. In your CD, Three-Legged Coyote, the theme song, Three-Legged Coyote, is perhaps one of my favorites. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that relationship. When I write songs, sometimes they come in little bits, and I had done a little songwriting retreat where I had just a few notes that started the Three-Legged Coyote song, and then I came home, and I was working on it, and then I woke up the next day and walked to my window, <clears throat> and there was a three-legged coyote standing in my yard. It stood there for a long time. It was there like five minutes, and I just watched this uh, beautiful creature, and what was really interesting about it, it was, you know how uh, coyotes can be kind of scruffy looking? This one was robust. I mean, it was it was almost overweight. I mean, it had a shiny coat. This wasn't just a surviving three-legged coyote. This was a flourishing three-legged coyote, and I was quite taken by it. And then that following night, I dreamt about the three-legged coyote running through the field. And there's a line in the three-legged coyote song, broken trees still seek the sun. You know, the, the song means what it does to each of us. But for me, the, the song is about a friend reaching out to another friend who's having a really really hard time pointing out the strengths this person has and you know even out of a extremely difficult position being a health problem or an emotional situation you can rise that broken trees still seek the sun that the three-legged coyote is still running the thing i like about the three-legged coyote song is it's saying okay i know you're down and out take a few breaths take a little nap <laughs> pull yourself together but the song says, you know you can do it. You know that you can rise above the the problems that you're facing. And the truth is that we can, even though some of these problems seem insurmountable. If we made the changes tomorrow, everything would be pretty good. We do have the ability to change everything tomorrow. Just because the corporate media reports on 
all these horrible things going on and ignores the incredibly beautiful small projects that are going on in every neighborhood in Vancouver, in every town, in every city in the world, in every rural area. There are small groups of people, parents and children, doing incredibly wonderful things. If those were allowed to blossom, if if more of us got behind those little projects, the whole world could be um, a lovely, healthy place for our children in short order. So I see the Three-Legged Coyote song as as a song of personal empowerment, of one friend reaching out to hold another friend and saying, I know you're down and out now, but, but you're strong, you take some time, and then start to live again and, and pursue your dreams. That's beautiful. We're going to have to leave it there. So uh, tell our audience before I let you go, how can they access your CD, Three-Legged Coyote, and all the other CDs, because you have several wonderful CDs, and how they can catch your shows? Yes. Thank you, Sylvia, for having me. Um, uh, people can find my CDs and uh, hear many of my songs for free at cowswithguns.com. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Sylvia. Take care.
For listening to the art of living, I'm an educational consultant and artist, authored. For more information about upcoming events, workshops, retreats, please reach out to sylvierichardson.com. Until next time, remember to be playful, to celebrate joy, and to allow love in all your co-creations. Never have to wonder where the groove went. The groove is you.